gentlemen. Welcome to the Because She Can podcast. Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of Because She Can. I'm Neha, your host, and today let's meet Piyusha Sharma, who's not just an influencer but also a successful entrepreneur, socialite, tech enthusiast who blends business prowess with a passion for adventure. Piyusha's achievements range from gracing the GQ red carpet to being named among India's 50 most influential young individuals. She received the prestigious India's most inspirational woman influencer for fashion and lifestyle award at the Woman Power Brand 2023. Also recognized at the 4th Asian Customer Engagement Forum and awards, her journey is a global exploration showcased on her Instagram resonating with over 204,000 followers. Join us as we dive into her world where elegance, curiosity and passion intersects with the melody of a life's composition. Let's welcome Piyusha Sharma. <laughs> a very established influencer. I must say that you're a dazzle diva or a trendy trove. Thank you Neha, firstly thank you for having me here and thank you for such a generous and such a delightful like such a gracious introduction. It's much more than I deserve of course. I have to ask you where did this thought came from of becoming an influencer like you inspire so many people for the love that you have for fashion and in many other areas where did it start so about being an influencer you know, I never thought about being an influencer as what is an influencer basically so I think it's a person that you relate with a person you look up to a person you know there's a certain level of caste in it that this is what I want to do so that's what I call an influencer But to understand how I became such a person, a people's person, I have to take you a little back in my childhood, I guess. That's where we want you to go okay. from your childhood. So, you know, my childhood was very interesting, very interesting. It was uh, shaped by a very hardcore military backdrop. And, you know, my father, you know, the uniform discipline, the, the army people, the Air Force people have. So my father used to fly for the Indian Air Force. So I think someone instilled in me the ethos of strategic thinking. and a lot of compassion and a lot of commitment i think i got it from there so you know how the defense services work every two years or sometimes even less than two years we are just changing our bases yes so that way i got a lot of exposure a lot a lot of exposure beyond confinement every few years i was just changing my bases meeting new people traditions food habits you know cultures it was all so different And I was so fascinated by it. You know, I used to absorb it a lot as a person. I was really a very inquisitive child. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's where it shaped me as a certain person I am today. I attribute it to a great extent to my defense upbringing. And I think when the social media thing came into being, I started using it as a platform to reach out to people, you know, like me, my thoughts. And it was not always about a message. You know, nobody needs yarn in today's state. It was just about what I think, you know, as a person, my thoughts, my aspirations. And I think when you are really authentic, when you are exactly what you are, it's very really raw content, people relate with it. So obviously the follower count started increasing. Though I never call it as a follower, follower thing. I think it's a very passive word to be used. We should say it was more like my social media family. And the family you know, kept on extending. Oh, nice. And nice. the more authentic you are, the wider your audience base grows. And there are people, I think, whom I inspire, the people I get inspired from. So it's a two-way traffic that we follow. And that's how I think this influencer thing came in in our picture. So, I just want to ask you, Piyusha, you did your uh, master's in computer sciences. I did a double honors in math as well. 
Oh wow! Yes, I missed that out. Oh wow, I that's amazing. That night needs to be counted now. <laughs> yes. So an academician, and then you run a successful telecom business also. Then why this choice of uh, becoming an influencer and promoting brands? And when did this actually happen in your career? So you know, before when I was obviously with my father. No, I had a very pampered background, a very high acting military father, you know, how it is, especially for girls, like, you know, everything showered upon you. At that point, I was a very indecisive person. So I wanted to try my hand and explore everything under the sun. So I tried hospitality, I tried hotels, I tried journalism, I tried, you know, I come from an aviation background, so I started doing my CPL, I started doing fashion. I rather went into organic farming also. That point in time, it was, you know, the in thing. I wanted to do all the in things. So I started with that also, but eventually, you know, I was doing everything that I could put my hands on, jack of all trades, but I did not know what my calling was. And of course, when I finished my education, things were all great. But then in 2010 is when I lost my father. I lost my father like ages back when I was a baby. So when I lost my father, that's when I realized, you know, I have this thing, a very blazing urge inside me that I needed to do something on my own. All right. You know, and that is where I always, I knew it was crucial for me to have that financial stability. Right. And that's what normally sort of when I think for any gender for that matter, because it gives you the power to decide for, you know, your well-being, your aspirations. It's so true. based on if you have the power to say no. Yes. And the power to say no comes not only from money, but also the confidence that you know your craft. And financial stability helps in that to a great extent. I agree. Irrespective of what your father, your boyfriend, your husband, your brother does, what are you as a person? That is what I knew that it was essential for me. And that's the time I decided I'll get into this uh, telecom business because that is what I understood at that point in time. And for me, there was never a second choice. There was never an option A, B, C. This is what I wanted to do. I knew I have to make a mark in the industry. I have to carve my own niche. And there was never any other choice. I was working with you know, those blinders on. And when I peak of my things, I just knew this is what I need to do. And I don't know if you believe on any astrology. Mm -hmm. But I'm a Taurian. I'm a hardcore Taurian. Yeah, I've, I've read that often, like hardcore Taurian. Why is that? What is stubborn people? Yeah, what is that quality that you really love about Taurian? Because you really put it in everything that you write about yourself. So because I know people who speak that I'm very stubborn, I want them to understand it's not me, it's the stars doing it. But <laughs> no, I'm that's that's completely you. So yeah. when something gets in my head, you cannot move and move it from there. You know, this is what I want. Right. And. Uh, that's when I started my business and God had been kind. And I was always, you know, because I, I was always related with people to a great extent. That warmth and that support from a lot of people in that field. It really helped me in doing what I did. And that's how I think we So what was the kickstart moment? Or if I may ask, so what is that steps that somebody should follow to become like an influencer of your kind? First of all, you don't have to think about being an influencer. Okay. It's, it's not a... a I would say it's not a title that you go after it. You just be what you are as a person and people relate to you. If people find that what you're saying is making some sense to them, it's changing their life in a certain better manner. I think that connection automatically develops. But then how did you get into the brands? How did the brand started approaching you? There must be some things that you would have done because I'm sure getting oh, 200,000 200, followers is not easy. So for me, I'll tell you, so when I started this tech business now, you know, we are in a lot of countries. We are almost 54 countries and we get a lot of awards globally, right? To online gaming and, you know, because of NT, I'm not going to discuss much, a lot of online gaming, you know, that's very interesting nowadays. Right. So we make a lot of revenue out of it. So I was getting a lot of awards. 
And then what happened? My life-changing moment was this March when they women stay happy on the 8th of March. So a very renowned brand, as you mentioned, they called me to award me, to facilitate me for whatever kind of work I was doing. And I went there all set, you know, my business was all set. So I thought they're awarding me for the kind of tech work that I do. Okay. And obviously a lot of employment that's generated, a lot of revenue that's going to sell. That's what I went for. But when I went there, they awarded me for my fashion and my styling sense. And that's when somehow it, it kind of arose inside me that maybe I'm doing something right. Right. Maybe, you know, I didn't realize it, but sometimes somebody else, you know, God sends people to give you that vibration. This is the part, you know, it's time to follow your inner calling. True. Whatever untapped potential you have been having all these years, get out, explore, have the audacity, dream. Mm-hmm. And that's when I thought professionally that, yeah, let me think about it if I can make a mark here in this industry as well. This had been my passion forever. So there was no second thought about it. Mm-hmm. But it was like a long lost love. Nice. And I found it back in March. And yeah, we are having a very strong... So that really boosted your confidence yeah. about that. It was, you know, Miss Swara Bhaskar, Miss Swara the people of that caliber, that know, when they approve you for what you're doing, you know, personally, it's very motivating. Yeah. But having said that, a lot of trolls and judgments come your way every day. How do you deal with them? So, you know, I, as in Hindi, I always say, ऐसे As I said, from when I was working, it was with blinders on. There was nothing else for me. You know, even my prayer. When I was sleeping, I was at my last thought. Be it my company, or when I woke up, the moment I was back to my senses, that was the only, only thought I had. Okay. <laughs> there was nothing else I could think about. So this is where I think there was a lot of uh, effort went, but irrespective of how people judge it. So whether you talk about a corporate field or you talk about a fashion field, which field do I start with first? Corporate field. Okay. Yeah. So we as women, you know, not only women who are in power, but in general, from anyone, from house workers to anyone you talk about, we face multi-faceted challenges sure. every day. Challenges, obviously, pervasive gender bias that we go through, stereotypes. And, you know, there's a very delicate balance that we have to maintain about being assertive at the same time how people expect women to behave, you know, a societal expectation out of you. People take it on their ego. And it's not only India, it happens worldwide. Yes. So we always have a dearth of mentorship. I don't know why. We have a severe dearth of mentorship as women. And the people are resistant to still women in power. Mm-hmm. And it's not only men. You would see women equally are resistant to, you know, being under power with women. Yes. I don't know why is that. So we as women also sometimes, women put their bosses down. Yes. Women. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always we have that relentless pursuit to, you know, shatter the glass ceiling. To substantiate my own capabilities, I have to work harder to show than any other gender. So this is where workplace thing I always have been through. Though I was fortunate enough that people did not doubt me a lot or belittle me a lot because I had a very you know assertive personality, like a no shit, no nonsense personality. So it worked for me. But yes, it does affect you in a lot of manner. You know, for me, it was never a rosy picture when it came to judgments. I went through a lot of it. Because mm-hmm. maybe the way I speak, or maybe the way I dress up, or maybe a general character, a lot of things I went through. People don't take you seriously only because of a certain way you dress up with your partner. Yeah. You know, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's stupid, but that's how it is. They don't want to see the brain. They don't want to see anything else. 
It's just about what as a personality you are. So yeah, I went through a lot of it. But on the social media plan, yeah, this is also very interesting. We have trollers all the time. Okay. Easiest thing in the world to do. Easiest thing on this planet to do is to sit behind a computer screen and pass judgment on anyone yeah. without even being in their shoes, without even understanding what it is. It is so easy to comment on so anybody on the social media. Easiest thing. But that definitely comes to your head. It it affects you. It used to affect me to a great extent, but I think selective hearing it really helps. Really? Selective memory and selective hearing, they are your best friends when you are at this industry. And it works. I don't know how to put it across, but somebody sitting behind a computer screen who's not even showing that identity on mm. the internet. No name, no identity, some fake random cool guy for two names. And they'll say random things about you. I think these people are very insecure in their own self. Mm-hmm. They're very insecure. And you know, all we can do is send a lot of love to them. And <laughs> you know, things get better. But if somebody comes to me in person and tells me, no, wait, this is where you are wrong. I'm introspect. No? I absorb it. Correct. But have the guts to come in front of me wrong. Mm. Not behind from a dark world of where, where nobody knows you and you're just passing that to comment too. So, but then I think that's what I said, selective hearing and you need to have a lot of self-love. Yes. You need to believe what you do. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you know, you will not be bothered. I mean, so you got to calm me a bowl. You need to be But, this is how I believe in it. So. so on that note, something or some cause that is very close to your heart or something that you would like to work in future? Okay. Well, there are a lot of causes for that matter. I mean, I would really love to work for the LGBT community, of course. You know, I mean, all, if you talk about my best friends, most of them come from that community and the nicest people that I've ever come across. Okay. So genuine and hard. And other than that, uh, yeah, I was telling you, you know, that I'm very close to my dog and my heart goes so yeah, that is one thing I really want to work on. Yes, we wanted to come on that. You yeah. are a sinophilist. Hardcore, yes. <laughs> I, mean, I love dogs. I associate with a lot of NGOs. My house is like a dharamshala, only for dogs. For nobody else. <laughs> so you know, if I find special... Even summer, it happens a lot. So I really wanted to put across. Because they find shade and they go inside, you know, our cars and they sit there. And it's not difficult for us to just walk and wait for 10 seconds. Sure. It doesn't take that much of an effort. I so but people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Every third or four day when it speaks out, I have dogs, you know, where the ties are run over, legs gone, mm-hmm. this one. I don't know why it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, we rocket to we can wait for 10 seconds and let them get out. So mm-hmm. I get them to my house and make sure we have a lot of vet doctors who work in a very... Uh, social manner with us with the least amount oh, very of nice. charge they're few, very established reputed once to do it you know and they don't even show it around they do it just because they want to do it mm-hmm. so we get them home keep them for 50 days and then we leave them back on the road or try finding them a monster too. so you work a lot around the door this is something i feel good about it's not for anybody else i don't even put it on social media because this, not something this I is very true to your heart but that's you. I think you yeah. should put it on the social media. You don't want to influence people for the right causes. Do you ever, that thought comes across your mind ever? Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah. Yeah, why not? See, you are not only the influential person, but you're inspirational also, as what your award said. So I think you may inspire a lot of people for doing right things. So since we've been talking about the social causes and the good causes that you can stand for, have you ever thought about sustainable fashion or eco-friendly fashion or something that you already do currently in your lifestyle? I'm so glad in these last few years, it has been very prominent in the fashion industry. It wasn't there a few decades ago, but yes. now it's really picking up. And it's kind of a legacy, you know, we leave behind for our generations. 
if you are a passionate enthusiast, if you take a dive in the world of great passion, it's a very transformative journey. It's a very fulfilling journey because you know that you are doing it for the betterment. You're fulfilling your aspirations, but also the betterment of the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I promote great fashion? I work with a lot of brands. The moment they say sustainable fashion, I'm on it, you know, mm-hmm. because I work with brands which I resonate with. Yes. So how do I do it? There's a certain points I follow. I upcycle a lot of stuff. A lot and lot of stuff. You know, people come to my page and say, it's okay. Is that such a big issue when people repeat their clothes? I don't know. I don't understand that part. They look good. I look gorgeous. I feel a lot of looks. Yeah. If I'm wearing this dress today in this manner. You'll change it in some other fashion. Yeah, of course. about when I buy clothing, I make a conscious effort to buy more of, let's say, organic cotton or recyclable stuff. You know, this is what you should be doing. So a lot of mix and match, I totally believe in it. And I think this is what I'm going to leave a legacy behind. So, it's good for plan and good for us. So, yeah, a lot of great fashion. I have worked with a lot of brands who talk about it and who are actually following it. Right. So, you, you have uh, worked with so many brands, so many popular brands. Do you have any unsaid rules that you said before signing up for them? Yeah, very recently. It was just last week. There was this brand. It's into online gaming. Yeah. I also do online gaming. But I don't do gambling. It's okay. a very thin line between these two, you know. So online gaming is always something that you use to, the more games you play, your neural rays open up and you have, okay, that's a different scenario. But a brand approached me. They were into online gambling. Okay. And they put it across in a manner because India obviously does not allow it or that. They put it in a manner of packaged idea where you promote it but it doesn't come as a gambling gambling. right and they offer you a hell lot of money compared to any other brand i think everything which is illegal comes with a lot of money yes that's a part of life (laughs) anything that is prohibited comes with a lot of privileges so but then i was sure i said no i would not because i have a lot of you know my following is mostly Mm -hmm. instagram is analytics where you go and you see so mine is mostly mostly 80 to 35 and that's a very impressionable age absolutely 19 and it's because a certain monetary benefit, you are passing on a wrong message going in one night. Would you be able to ever live in that gift? I would never ever do something which very nice. No? So these are these are the lines that you've already drawn for yourself. All right. So now we have a very interesting fun section with Piyusha and for, especially for her followers to dwell a little more into her life. Let's enjoy that. Fashion statement, classic elegance or bold and edgy? Bold and classic. You have mixed both. Yes, I do. And that's what I always do. You know, but there's a very thin line between being bored and being wasted at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think I just know what it says. Oh, very nice. So. Food indulgence, fine dining or street? Street food all the time. All right. I know. Indian girl, yeah, who doesn't love food? I'm not Fashion must have statement jewelry or a designer handbag. I like fashion to be very I do not want to get at the hustles of no, I have a huge collection of handbags. Mm-hmm. I can toy over dedicated to it, but I'm not a handbag or a fashion. I'm more like comfort, chic fashion. Okay. All right. That's you. I like totally, that. Yes. Activity preference. Skydiving or a luxury spa day? 
obviously luxury is parade. I again told you I'm a hardcore Torian, you know, so we are very much into sensual things. And pampering ourselves. Yes, huh? Absolutely. You know, we are the center of our own universe. Very nice. Okay. Style inspiration, vintage fashion or futuristic trends? So fashion has to be futuristic, yes. But I'm a great fan of, you know, those plastic British styles. I wear a lot of Burberry for that matter. Okay. And I love the vintage British vibe to me. But again, depends on the mood, I think. Depends on your mindset. Now that's actually a very short answer that I need, okay. right? Oh, that's difficult. <laughs> oh. Place you'd like to travel next? I have to go to Cherapunji. That's okay. in my mind. That's uh, close to Vihalaya. We have this place. What's your go-to comfort food? Dal chawal. Dal chawal with some some charis. Three words that describe you best. So yes, one was Tinophilus, hardcore. Very strong fashion enthusiast, yes. I love to explore. Mm-hmm. And I think the correct word, I don't know what's the one word for it, but I have people's thoughts. Oh, yeah. This is, I think, what defines me, what my friends tell me. Okay. And I'm giving you one word, curious. It's a very simple word, but I think curiosity is in your blood. Large questions. I can feel that. <laughs> one superpower, if you can have, what would it be and why? I would make all kind of marriages, all kind of respectable any gender that we can't come right. in India. So, Piyusha, you are a mother, a mother of an eight-year-old daughter. Uh, there are a lot of thoughts around feminism and a uh, lot of different sides to feminism, I'd say. How do you connect and what kind of legacy that you think you'd like to leave behind for her? So, again, may I, you know, I'm not a hardcore feminist. I have a lot of respect for women. I'm a woman myself. But it's a question which is very close to my heart and thank you for asking. I really wanted to say a few things about it. So, you know, I respect a lot of women, but at the same time, that respect cannot be at the cost of putting the other gender down. You know, it's never about uh, men versus women. It's always about people versus prejudice. You know, that's how we need to look at it. So if there's an idea, if it gets an equal opportunity, whether it's from a man or any other gender for that matter, if it gets an equal opportunity to thrive and explore and survive, I think we are already there. So even when I got this award that I was talking about, you know, in the month of March, so that's where when I was speaking, and it was a very impromptu thing because I did not know it was for this. But that's why I said, you know, in my journey, there have been a lot of women who have supported me kindly, but there also have been a lot of men. And they're still there, you know, very subtly, very silently, without showing any kind of a thing that, you know, I'm behind you, but they've always been in my journey. So we as women need to respect them also. You know, I understand we are we are running the world and fine and all that, but without a support of a man, I don't think it's possible. So I think feminism for me is about growing all together instead of putting the other person down. I think we have a lot of rules in the country, but if you actually think about the government rules that come up, the kind of genre the rules are for, most poor girls are not even able to access it. Mm. The educative note is kind of tweaking and twisting and misusing it to a great extent. Not everyone, but it's happening. That's mm-hmm. so a very sad type of feminism. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to have a very open mindset about I it. I resonate with you, I think. And that's why I asked that how, does it, how will it go about with your daughter? And what are the thoughts that you can have that, or things that you share with your daughter about that? How you're raising her as an individual that was my question uh so my daughter, i think she's a very strong-headed person i think some toying must have flown through she's very strong-headed she knows her way through and uh, i think today's system there's so much of exposure and so much of intelligence and education around 
So she's quite fast. So I'm very thankful to the universe for that. At the same time, I want to tell her that eventually, you, know, you will face success only when your goals align with your passion. Absolutely. You know, your career aligns with your passion. I meet a lot of people, you know, who, what they're doing, what they're engaged in is massively different from what they really like doing. You know, they are not able to follow their inner calling for whatever reasons, you know, society, passion, money, whatever it is. But for my daughter, I want to tell her to be compassionate, carve a niche on your own, choose your endeavor, but then rock it, you know. Yeah. Dream, dream, fill the sky. Just don't think about it. Be audacious enough at any point. Sure. So what you dream is what you're supposed to do. Very nice. But you know, not only dreaming helps, you know, you don't get only what you wish for, but you have to work for it, you know, to it all out. Yeah. So this is what I want to tell you. That's a hardworking mommy saying that. Yes, they need to so you have to find yourself yeah to what you want show that show that this is what i can tell you so you see this because she can what does this mean to you it's a beautiful run i think we are born with a very a lot of tenacity you know sometimes the the atmosphere we are in the society we are in it's instilled in us that you're supposed to be a certain day whatever whatever happens but i think we have a lot of tenacity and a lot of resilience alone yes. which goes hand in hand with us and i think once you put our brain onto something we would do it but the moment you know the most important moment in a woman's life when we talk about because she can is the moment when she realizes that whatever she needs to be successful content happy you know in her own eyes is to realize that everything that you need is within you Mm-hmm. Whatever the society might tell you, it's within you. You recognize that power and you work on it. So what do you do in your free time? What is the thing that you like to do? A lot of things I like to do, but there's something which is me time to talk about. So when I'm not in my zone, sometimes when I just want to have time for my own self, or to process my own thoughts. So I walk in the evening. I'm walking at 15 kilometers per hour. You know, I do that. But I listen to a lot of ghazals. I love music. And I listen to a lot of shayari okay. in Urdu and Hindi, different languages. Most of it I don't even understand. So I go back to Google and I do it. But there's something I'm passionate about. So I do it. But shayari can also be a Yes, please. So you're talking about, you know, success and what I can write about the legacy that I leave behind. So I think, you know, it is like